Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, Bam Bam Style, the podcast series of chats with Amanda's family, where you will have some good laughs and true inspiration to live your abundant life now. Stick around for great conversation, lighthearted humor, and nitwit trivia. And now, the matriarch of the family and your host, Amanda Rollert. Welcome, everybody, to the Amanda Rollert Show and another episode where we talk salt, where we support abundant living today. And we focus in several areas of our life, whether we're talking healthy mind, healthy body, healthy family, healthy community, and healthy finances. Today, join us for a little talk about Enneagrams. If you're not sure what that is, stick around. We got lots to share. All right. I am kind of excited, kind of nervous a little bit. Fam Bam. Super happy to have the Fam Bam with me today to talk Enneagrams. Fam Bam, say hello. Hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to get together with you guys for lots of reasons. One, it's been a little bit since we've done a Fam Bam. And then another one, it's almost vacation time. Are y'all excited about getting together on vacation? I'm so excited. Yes. Counting down the days. Can't wait. I am too. I am really excited. Uh, I don't know about if Gabe's excited. Doesn't he hasn't said. Oh, yes. Sorry. I had to take care of quick thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was Duke acting up? Yeah, he was barking at someone outside. So I had to run and real, you know, split second decision. <laughs> totally get that. Totally understand. All right. So today's episode, we're talking Enneagrams. And I got to tell you, this was new to me. I love personality type. I enjoy that. You know, we all want to know, oh, what am I? And how does this work? And, you know, I have to say that Chelsea, you were the one that introduced me to the Enneagram. And we thought it would be really super fun for us all to take an Enneagram test. Maybe the audience out there has taken their Enneagram personality test. And so we all kind of know what we are. I wanted you to walk us through what that looks like and why would we even want to know our Enneagram? Yes. So like you, mom, I love different like personality type tests and everything. And I've really grown to love Enneagram. I feel like it really covers all the different types of people, but it also helps you just understand yourself a little bit better. So the Enneagram is really... It's a tool and it's used to like better understand yourself and those close to you, whether that's in a, your family environment or like a work environment. And it's a system of like personality typing that describes patterns and how people interpret the world and manage their emotions. So it's really a lot that it encompasses. And I feel like it's important to know your Enneagram in life and business. It's just very helpful to know your number and those of the ones you love, because as you'll hear, like I'll go through each number and you will hear like there's certain traits in your neutral state, as well as you have wings and you have like growth lines and stress lines. So there's a lot of different numbers that can come into play. And so whenever you kind of, I don't know if y'all have ever experienced when you just find that somebody is a little out of character for something, or you'd wish you could like understand them a little bit better, and you're really not sure why or how they are acting a certain way. I don't know if any of you have ever been in that situation in work or family. I'm sure you have, but it just helps you just know like, okay, this is them in there. They're stressed out. And so they're acting in this way, or they're really in a growth state. So they're acting this way type of thing. So I found it to be super helpful. Can I ask a question? Sure. 
I know that we've talked about other different personality types, like there's strengths finders out there. There's Myers Briggs. There's lots of other personality types. How would you relate this one against any of the other? How would you rate Enneagram against some of the others that are out there? I mean, I'm going to say from the beginning, like I am no expert in Enneagram. This is just something I really love. And I really follow a few different people like through podcasts and through Instagram accounts that I really love. And I've just learned more about it. But I just feel like it really hit the nail on the head with like my own personality. And it has helped me just understand myself a little bit better and know like how I react to certain things and then how I also work and then how I am like with my family. So I feel like it's kind of an all around life encompassing personality typing versus a super broad personality type. Oh, I like that. So it kind of drills Enneagram, you think kind of drills us down a little bit more. That's how I feel. Yes. Okay. But I think as we go through these, everyone can kind of have their own perceptions and opinions. And we can kind of talk about it as we go through them. And then like at the end too. So we all took a test. Now I'm going to preface this with a lot of the Enneagram experts out there will tell you taking a test is a great way to start, but it's really great to look further into that, into your type. And also if you're really into this, and this is something you want to look into further to actually get an expert to help you type yourself because we like to answer questions in a test how we think we would like to be perceived versus how we actually are. So that's where the testing can go or to take the test multiple times in like different states and different times in your life just to see if it's all kind of coming, um, if you're getting the same result each time. So like I said, we all took a test. There were quite a few of us that I mean, most of us, I think all of us had like two positive. close together. <laughs> <laughs> we had two numbers that were really close. So I think once we go through these, I would like to see like, what was your top one? And then your second number and then see if anything has shifted in between there. So mom, I had you as your top number is a one. And then your second was an eight. And then for myself, mine was a one. And then my second was a three. Brooke, I have you as a three and then a two. Michael, I have an eight and then a three. And then Gabe, a three and then a nine. Did I get those right? I think. Oh, wow. Sounds good to me. Chelsea was a six and a nine, you said? <laughs> no. <laughs> a Michael. one and a three. Okay. A one and eight, a three. One and a three. I was cool. So go. I'm going to now go through each number. And this, I'm going to give my credit where credit's due. So I follow an account called at Enneagram Ashton, and we'll put her Instagram handle in the show notes for everybody. I really like how she breaks things down and she goes through all the different numbers. So I got this information off her Instagram account. And I think it really just helps you really understand each number at least a little bit deeper. So Enneagram one is the reformer. So for each of these, I'm going to go through a core fear, a core desire, their wings, stress line, and growth line. So for the reformer, the core fear is being incorrect, wrong, or bad. Their core desire is doing what is right, fairness, and being good. The wings, so for each number, each number has 
wings. So two numbers on either side of their number, which are called their wings. And you actually have one that you may lean to more than the other. You ha probably have traits of both, but you might lean in. Some people have no wings, but some people might have a wing that's stronger in different parts of their life. So in different times of their life. So for the one, their first wing is one wing nine. They are the calm defenders, community focused and logical. And then a one wing two is aware of others needs, seeks love and is passionate. Stress line. So a one in stress goes to a four. So when in stress, the one can internalize their emotions and often feels like no one understands them. Then in growth, so a one in growth actually goes towards a seven. So when in growth, sometimes rigid and structured one, like so a rigid and structured Enneagram one is able to let loose and go with the flow like a seven. So that's a little bit about a one. Good question. Did, yes. Did we have a one? Yeah, mom and Chelsea. I knew Chelsea was a one because there I've was gotten something... one multiple times on. Yeah. Case. I was reading on Ashton's account too. Her name's Ashton, right? Mm -hmm. I was reading on her account too. And I was looking at the different things. And when I saw, like, there was something with the brain. I remember and seeing I'll the go picture through of the brain. At the end, um, the left brain and right brain. That was yeah, pretty much that was like. pretty interesting. And I knew I was, I was like, yeah, that's definitely Chelsea. I didn't know what mom would be, but one makes sense. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking, I don't know. Yeah. Keep well, we'll keep going. Uh, yeah. Keep going. Okay. So we have. Then now Enneagram 2, which is the helper. The helper's core fear is being unwanted or unloved. Their core desire is being loved, wanted, and appreciated. The wings for a two is a two-wing one, which is organized, structured, selflessly serves others. A two-wing three seeks respect from others, social, focused on goals. When a two is in stress, they go to an eight. So when in stress, the two can become more aggressive and sharp with their tone, especially if they feel like they have lost control. A two in growth goes to a four. So when in growth, the two can become more aware of their emotions and needs like a four. So that is two. And I don't think we had any well, no, Brooke. So what was interesting is Chelsea may remember this, but several months ago, like I want to say even maybe like a year ago, it was like a long time ago, Chelsea introduced me to Enneagram and she sent me and I took the test and I was a two, but I just retook it before this podcast and I was a three, but what's interesting is that I'm going to wait to hear her three, but the two and the three were so close, right? Chelsea, I mean, you could barely tell which one was bigger. It was that close. Mm -hmm. So, which is funny too because the two has a wing three so and the three has a wing two I believe which we'll go into in just a minute so the three which we have a few of these that were pretty close in there which makes a lot of sense for us but the three is the achiever so the core fear of the achiever is being worthless the core desire of a three is being respected and seen as valuable Wings of a three, so there's a three wing two, which is encouraging, focused on appearances, and helpful, or a three wing four, wants affirmation, 
processes emotions and seeks connection. A three in stress will go to a nine. So when in stress, the three can become unmotivated and have a difficult time making decisions. (laughs) I have some hands being raised here. And then in growth, a three. When in growth, a three will go to a six. The three can become more prepared and focused on planning like a six. How we feel about that? Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely my avenue. They say that those are really like to look into like the stress, the fears, the desires to really hone in on who like, because that's where your true number lies in those. Okay, I got a question and mm-hmm. maybe it's for after, but I guess the point of this is to know what you're good at and what you aren't to work on that. Right. So if you're in, if you're a three and you're in stress, so, you know, you know, as a three, you're going to become unmotivated and have a difficult time making decisions. So sometimes we're unaware that we're stressed. Right. And when you are in this position, so you're unmotivated and you're having a difficult time making decisions, what can you do to shift that? Yeah. And get yourself out of that. Make a good decision. Growth. <laughs> yeah, make a decision. <laughs> make a decision. <laughs> well, there, you, there. Good job, see, Michael. See, good job. <laughs> that's how. See, I'm a three and an eight too. But when I get stressed, I make a decision, or it helps me like hurry and get the decision done, and then I, I'm stressed. I guess that's what I'm. Kind of like where taking I'm kinda, the test. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from because I, I think about it in that situation. I might be stressed, you know, but I feel like naturally i'm gonna do whatever i'm gonna do you know regardless does that make sense am, but am you, I... yes but you also know like okay for some reason i am super prepared i am focused i am on it you're in growth so right. you should be able to be like okay look i've got things under control i am growing like i am in a growth time and i just have to you know just be so does that make that. me no longer kind of a more. three you know am i growing out of a three then at that point No, not necessarily. You just take on, so like in stress, you take on the, I'm not going to say bad characteristics, but the not so great characteristics of a nine. And whenever you're in growth, you take on the better characteristics of a six. Okay. That's what I was wondering. I was like, cause I feel like there's, when you say you grow to a six, you started explaining some of that. I was like, no, in your neutral state, you're a three. Okay. Got it. Yeah. But like I've taken like tests in college where you're stressed out, you take it. And I know I might have bombed the crap out of it, but I feel great afterwards because I don't have to, I don't have to study for another <laughs> test, but which most people would be worried because they're like, oh my gosh, did I pass it? And I failed, but I just wasn't worried about it. I'd figure it out, you know, and I did. Good job, Michael. Good job, cross, Michael. Cross but the finish line. Yeah. Eight and a three. I think you'll, we're not supposed to type people, but whenever you sent me both of those, I was like, pretty sure you're an eight. <laughs> um, got no type. I know I'm I'm going against my own rules, but you did send me your top two. So I wasn't technically typing you. You typed yourself. Um, Okay. So moving on the four, the four is the individualist. The core fear of the four is being seen as insignificant or defective. The core desire of a four is to create significance and an identity. Wings are four wing three which are more social driven, seeks individuality, or a four wing five, intellectual, private, seeks understanding. A four in stress will go into a two. 
When in stress, the four can become over-involved and insert themselves into situations where they aren't needed to feel needed. Ooh, I in know some growth, people like that. <laughs> in growth, a four will go to a one. So when in growth, the four can become more structured, principled, and organized like a one. Do we have Question? any, do we do we have have any fours? fours? This is a care thing. So. <laughs> no. Stress one. Insert nerve cells where they don't need to be inserted. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, would you what What would you want to be a four for? It's not really your choice. Uh, I guess that's true. So moving on, we'll go to it's Enneagram. <laughs> Enneagram five is the investigator. So the core fear of a five is being seen as ignorant or incapable. The core desire of a five is to be competent and knowledgeable. The wings of a five are five wing four seeks new skills is curious creative thinker a five wing six is a problem solver practical and prepared a five in stress will go to a seven so when in stress the five can become impulsive at times scattered and have a difficult time focusing and then a five in growth will go to an eight When in growth, the five can become more decisive and have the ability to assert themselves like an eight. Anybody a five? No, I don't think so. Okay, so moving on, we'll go to number six. So the Enneagram six is the loyalist. The core fear of a six is fear itself, being without guidance and security. The core desire of a six is safety, guidance, and security. Wings of a six are six wing five, intellectual, logical, focused on details, and a six wing seven seeks support from others, relationship focused, and sense of humor. Six in stress will go to a three. So when in stress, the six can become overly competitive and feel like they are best at everything. A six in growth will go to a nine. So when in growth, the six becomes more optimistic, relaxed, and easygoing like a nine. I think we had one that was close to a nine. Michael, you can be a six wing nine. (laughs) Okay. So then Uh, the Enneagram uh, seven uh. is the enthusiast. So the core fear of a seven is missing out, being trapped in emotional pain. The core desire of a seven is to be content. The wings of a seven are seven wing six relationship focused, thinks things through, prepared and productive. A seven wing eight seeks opportunity, is decisive and self-confident. A seven in stress will go to a one. So when in stress, the seven becomes overly critical and focused on perfection. A seven in growth will go to a five. When in growth, the seven is able to slow down and observe life rather than fully participate in it like the five was anybody close to a seven here i have some seven when i'm in Uh, so like a one that was actually one of my second ones of one of my tests but it's when i'm in growth that i can be a seven sevens are kind of like free spirit right unstructured which when i i know when i'm in growth i can be like that Mm -hmm. i could see that yeah i'm a seven ish So number eight, so the Enneagram eight is the challenger. The core fear of an eight is being perceived as weak, powerless, or controlled. 
the core desire of an eight is to protect themselves and others. Wings of an eight, so eight wing seven is big dreamer, glass half full mentality, resists vulnerability. An eight wing nine sees all sides, more laid back, supportive by providing guidance. An eight in stress will go to a five. So when in stress, the eight withdraws and sets very strict boundaries to not let anyone in. An eight in growth goes to a two. When in growth, the eight is empathetic and focused on taking care of themselves and focused on taking care of the needs of others. Michael, you're an eight. <laughs> I am the an protector. Eight. Yeah, I heard the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was he more of an eight than a three or was they really close? I don't really know. Let's see. Were they, close? they were really close. It, like I couldn't tell. They the were really close. The but after listening to that explanation, I definitely align more with the eight mm-hmm. and the wings of the eight all the way to yeah. the tip. <laughs> so then the, for the last one is an Enneagram nine, which is the peacemaker. The core fear of the nine is being in conflict, losing or being separated from others. The core desire of a nine is peace of mind. Wings of a nine are a nine wing eight, which is more assertive, effective leader, and supportive. A nine wing one enjoys routine, strong work ethic, and sees all sides. A nine in stress goes to a six. So when in stress, the nine becomes anxious, worried, and filled with self-doubt. A nine in growth will go to a three. When in growth, the nine becomes motivated, focused, and driven like a three. So that's my two biggest ones. And Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell the difference between nine and three, but yeah, that's kind of tough. And so we'll kind of dig into ours just a bit more here in a second, because there's one more thing that we can kind of go on with. I didn't want to do it with all of them, but it's the left and the right brain, like Brooke was kind of talking about earlier. When I read mine as a one, I was like, yep, all of them. (laughs) So that might help too. So Like I mentioned before I even started going through the numbers, the tests and this something Ashton says as well, along with all the other like experts in the Enneagram world, tests are a great place to start, but we often answer how we want to be perceived by others. So the key is to always look at the core fears and the desires to really know who and what we are. Another question that a lot comes up is the wings and like what exactly those are. So the wings, like I said, wings have to be on either side of the main type. Sometimes you may not have a wing. Most people have a wing that is stronger than the other. And you may lean on your wings at different points, like lean on the different wings at different points in your life, like I mentioned. And the easiest way to figure out your wing is to study them and not do a test for them. And then kind of like how we've talked about like, oh, I know some people that are like this and I know some people like that. This person must be an eight. This person must be a one. It's not really great. And I hope you still kind of, as we went through all these, it's not great to type other people without them doing their own digging into their number. The reason being, as you can see, when we went through all these, you can go into different types when in stress, when in growth, you have your wings, all these different things that can bring out different traits of different numbers. So it's not great to type other people 
but it is good to know, of course, know your own and know yourself. And then if you do have family members, you do have, maybe you're managing a group of people that you would like to get to know a little bit better in the workplace and just know how to manage them better. This could maybe be a great tool for you to use along with maybe some other ones like strengths finders and other different personality tests. Um, so I don't know Adam's if y'all have cousin- any questions. I had a comment though. Adam's cousin's husband works. I don't, I'm assuming he still works at the same place, but they actually at their email signature has their Enneagram number in the workplace. So everybody was required to do it. And then everybody, when they're sending email communications knows what the Enneagram type of that worker is. Yeah, I had never heard of a company doing that, but I guess that could be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of smart. So after going through them, does anyone think their number has changed? I do. I don't know if I'm actually a one and then I think sometimes I'm more of an eight, but my one in, do you think so? I think so. But I was one. I didn't know. I, and maybe going through, I'm going to, I was going to do the left and right brain things. And so you'll be able to kind of hear and see which one, because I felt like th- those really like hit the nail on the head, mm-hmm. at least yeah. for me. So a one, as I'm going to do, we have one, three and eight. And then Gabe, I'll do, I'll see if I can, I can do nine too. Okay. Okay. So the one left brain relies on logic to determine the right way, likes to know so they can plan, detail oriented, values truth and justice, honest and direct, right side, creative in planning activities, strong feelings when it's appropriate, looks at how the details fit into the big picture, gut instinct, wonders the deeper meaning behind others not doing the right thing. So that's a one. So Chelsea, I have the honest thing. When I wasn't doing the right thing, often growing up, I wondered, hmm, Chelsea probably thought, why is she doing this? thing? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, that was just a thought that I had when I saw that that right brain. I was a right brain, right? I was like, she probably had a lot of confusion growing up. Like, why is she, why is she really doing those those things? What is going through the right side of her brain? What's going through there? Okay, and then I'm gonna do. Do you want me to do the two, Brooke, or do you want me to just do the three? Are you still confused between the two? I mean, I think I read that, and I definitely resonate. I think too, I'm at a different point in my life than I was a year ago. You know, right. so that could factor into why it, but they were very close. So maybe read it if, if you have it. Okay. So this is the Enneagram two left and right brain. So left brain helping others is logical, likes to know what others need, knows the details of others' lives, needs things to make sense, wants others to know what you need. Right side, creative when they tap into their four line big feelings, wants to make a difference, relies on gut to know how others are feeling, wonders about their deeper purpose. That's very interesting. Okay. That and sounds gonna... like you, Pooh. I know. I know. I know. It is. Okay. So, so next two. is the three. Oh, yeah. To three. So this is the three. Left side of the brain. Knowing what needs to get done. Approaching tasks with logic. Time management rational, focused, and motivated, right side of the brain, making to-do lists fun, color-coding tasks, looks at how their work fits into the big picture, 
trusting their feelings, wanting what they do to be meaningful. So the left and right brain probably resonates more as a two. But then some of those traits that you read before and like my wings and stuff, those make sense. So I, I th- they were so close. If y'all saw, like, I don't know that everybody saw my chart, but like I could barely tell which one was bigger. That's how close they were. So, so. I, well, I picked three as my biggest and you just read the left brain and I was like everything. But then you said something on the right that I was like, okay, I definitely do that too. Okay. The, so the I'm going to go. The color miss- coding. I think I have the nine. Yeah, I have the nine too, Gabe. So I'll read the nine, but I'm going to do the eight first. Okay. Okay. So this is the eight. Left side of the brain. Logical when resolving conflict. Reliant on facts. Negotiator. Confident in what they know. What you see is what you get. Right side. Passionate. Big feelings underneath the surface. Tasks centered around the big picture. Gut instinct finds their purpose in protecting others. Good night, Michael Paul. That is you. you, you, you. <laughs> when I read that, I was it's like, kind of, uh, that's, that's pretty accurate. What do you think, mom? I think it's uh, pretty accurate for you too. But Yes, I do. However, I, I don't know I, how you feel. Yeah, I do. And that's why I was like the left and the right on both of those. However, I do know that I function with an intuition. And that seemed like one was more in that sometimes, but eight said that maybe a little bit too. They both have gut instinct. Yeah. Yeah. It's in their right brain. Yeah. I have a comment after you go through nine. Okay. So this is the last one. The left and right brain of the nine left side feels like it's logical to keep the peace motivated by facts, remembers details of situations. Knowledge makes them feel comfortable retreats into their mind, right side, creative, listens to others' feelings, looks at the big picture when considering other perspectives. Their instinct guides them, finds meaning in supporting others. Gabe, that's you. So I agree, but I guess here's my comment and tell me if you feel, maybe this is just me kind of swimming around in my own head. Like I don't need this to tell me that, you know? Yes. Like, so you, I, you, you can know you're who cata- you are. Yeah, you're categorizing, but I feel like if you're self-aware, you know that, you know? But some people aren't. Yeah, I guess that's what I was struggling with going through because I'm like, okay, like, don't just tell me I'm this, this, and this. You know, I feel like I can take that's a little bit of all of them. That's why it is a tool. Yes, yeah. it's a tool. It's not yeah. meant to define you. Yeah, I know. It's and that's just probably a tool why to I, I was like, no, I want some of that too. <laughs> but I guess- <laughs> I guess that's also, you said you have to pay attention. It's like not what you want to be perceived as, but what you are. Right. And that's where the test can be a little wonky because it's like, like, well, I would, I I would love to be like this. Right. You know, of course I'm like this, but maybe you're not really like that. Right. So that's a little bit on the Enneagram. Again, I'm not an expert, but we will definitely put some experts in the show notes so that you can go and investigate for yourself. But I thought it was fun to kind of look into everybody's. Yeah, it's super. You. Yeah, super cool. I'm going to uh, like kind of, I think I'm going to take some time too and go back through twos and threes. I definitely think I resonate with both of those, but I wonder if maybe it just fluctuates by the p- time in my life or what, you know, I don't know. I I'm did have read to dig somewhere where more. it was like, answer these questions like you were, I don't know if it was like 18 to 27 or something. Mm. Because maybe that was like, 
I don't know. It's that there was somewhere where I read that it was like, answer it like that. I know I didn't do it that way, but I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. Chelsea, thank you very much for really doing the heavy lifting this week. And (laughs) you're welcome. Yeah. Getting us all reintroduced to it. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So thanks a bunch. And yeah, thanks for putting, you know, we'll have stuff in the show notes and maybe some places to go in case you're kind of in tune to that. I want to know what you are. So, all right, now it's time for a little Nitwit Trivia. And now let's play Nitwit Trivia. Who was the Nitwits last time? It was definitely us. It was not me. It was yeah. Chelsea and I. I me won for the game. first time. Yeah, Brooke got her first W. Mm-hmm. Got her first W. About well, to get my second one tonight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Confident. What number is that? It's a three. <laughs> it's a three? They think they're good at everything, right? <laughs> Wasn't that one of the comments, Chelsea? Oh, my gosh. The- oh, this will be your second win, Brooke, not your third. All right. Hey, okay. So I decided that we were going to do boys against the girls for tonight's nitwit trivia. I How do y'all feel about that? Sounds good. Yeah, you're out. not winning, Brooke. Okay. Gabe, game got it. Do you have Siri out? Can you ask her to flip a coin? I sure can. Cyrus. Hey, Siri, what's my name? What can I do for you? Oh, sorry. Uh, can it's you flip? Okay. Oh, geez. She's <laughs> on her. She's got a mind of her own right now. <laughs> Can you flip a coin? Oh, wait, wait. Someone's got to say something. And who's calling it? Are we it? calling it? That's fine. Are Chelsea, we calling you call it? it? Chelsea, you call it. Tails. Okay. All right. Tails. Okay, Siri, say heads. Tails fails today. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. Tails. I have not won <laughs> once since we've done this. <laughs> okay. She Chelsea and Brooke, do y'all want to go first or second? Second. You want to go second? Yes. We're She's receiving the, the ball on the court. We're going to go. I like to be in defense. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to play to five. Okay. First to five. Okay. Now the category, I really think these are really all easy. I, I really was ashamed as I was putting this together. Cause I'm like, this is going to be too easy, but we'll see the category. Really gets to Brooke. So we're going to be there. Feel really <laughs> smart or really. Not. Yeah. You're well, setting us up for failure here. <laughs> well, that is a great segue because the title of all the questions is, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Oh, great. Oh, okay. Well, that's difficult. Are you smarter <laughs> than a fifth grader? Okay. All right. So I guess the boys, you're up first. That would be right. Correct? That would be correct. Right. Mundo. All right, boys. Good. We're first, first, question. first one to five. First question, boys. Oh, wait, well, oh we don't have categories or nothing. It's no, just straight in. It's okay. Straight right. in. Are you smarter Damn. than a fifth grader? How many days are there in a leap year? 364, right? No, no, no. No. Gabe, Gabe, wait, think about this. You wait. get an extra day. It's 429, right? It's sorry, 429. It's it's in February. You have one more day, right? Yeah. 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 So it's 366. <laughs> Normally you only have 28 days in February. Because right. Faith was born on a on a leap year, right, Brooke? Was it Faith? Yeah. Wasn't she really close to? Um, oh, she was geez. close, but she's not a leap year baby. I thought I could have swore she was. Are you sure? No. I mean, she is your yes. child. I'm positive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure she was sure? born in a leap year. Oh, she I wasn't, knew it. I, yeah, she was. but she wasn't born. What's on... her What's her year? 2014. Yeah, it's a leap year, I know, but she just no. wasn't on the leap day. She's yeah. Okay, she's, we're Michael. The I don't, question I is, think, how many days I, are there in a leap year? 
Is it you minus a day or you add a day? I thought you minus a day, but I think you add a day. I think you have one extra day. I feel like we should be able to steal it and go for it. 366. Yeah. I feel like we should be able to. What is the final answer? 366. Oh, no, it's 364. It's 364 because every four years you wouldn't have that 28. That's it. That's the answer. No, it's 364. I need an answer. I need a final answer. Whatever Michael says. It's 364. Gabe was right. Gosh, I knew it. Because when I, the way I was thinking about it There's was. There's 365 days born, in a year. Yes, you but add you, a day. You add, you a, add day. a day. And on a leap year, if you, if it's not a leap year, you have 365 days. So like, it's like you missed your birthday, you know, but you really did. Right. Dang it, so Michael. I, I thought you, when Chelsea got all serious that it. she was like, no, no, no. Well, I tricked myself. And then Chelsea was like, no, that's it. That's it. So I was like, okay, it really did get it. Well, I was like, I was relying on you because you like these little one-off questions. You're like always getting them. Well, sometimes he pulls the. Um, I think I overthunk it. He pulls a rabbit out of a hat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sometimes he pulls the. Who was the guy that wore the pants? It's still like, early in the game. Oh. Yes. 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 With the gold. All right. Pants. Yeah. Okay, right. girls. Yeah. If I have eight dozen eggs, how many eggs would I have total? Oh, that's so easy. Oh, Eight times go. 12 is 64. Oh. <laughs> eight, <laughs> Did I just say eight, eight times 12 is 96. Wait. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> right? Eight, wrong. but you're ty- you're, you need to multiply eight by the dozen, which is 12. Oh my god. 96 okay. eggs. Okay, so that's thank the, you. for your two your two tight <laughs> I'm trying. Final answer. Okay, at least I had the eight times twelve right. It just didn't equal it. Right. But <laughs> in my defense, <laughs> everybody in my life is fully aware that I do not do math. Okay. Final answer. No math, is no geography. Final 96. Bing 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 oh, bing. That job, Chelsea. I'm good at a lot me. of other things, guys. I had the eight times twelve correct. Thank okay, you, Chelsea. Eight sorry, times I, feel eight. Like, I feel like I let us down. I'm sorry. No, I'm it's so okay. Sorry. It's okay. All that right. that mm. was that. That's what I needed to bounce back right there. Boys, boys, what do boys. you call an angle with less than ninety degrees? A cute one. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Gabe. <laughs> I need I need a final answer. It's an acute angle. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, that- I got jokes for days, and that one always lines up. <laughs> what if? Okay. That was good. That was good. Okay. Okay. Gir- Chelsea. Girls, girls. Um, what do you call an angle greater than ninety degrees? Obtuse. Obtuse. Wow. Who knew that I was going to that- say that? Is that Obtuse. your final, final answer? answer? Yes. Would you have got that? Too yeah. easy. That's okay. Two to it one. Speeds it girls. up. It's good. It's good. Okay, girls, you have two. Boys, you have one. Two. And we're back to the boys, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. If a train was supposed to arrive at 3.15 p.m. And it arrived 37 minutes late. What time did it arrive? I'll repeat it. If a train was supposed to arrive at 3.15 p.m. and it arrived 37 minutes late, what time did it arrive? 
52, right? Is that 52, Gabe? That's what I came up with. Yeah. Is that your final so answer? You said 37 minutes. I said 37 minutes late. And it's at, I think this is a trick question, but yeah. No, it's not. 315, so you just had 15 to 37. Right. That's what I did. 52. Well, there you go. Is that your final answer? 52 p.m. Bing, 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 bing. Nice. Two to two. I want to see what's that one. <laughs> She's still thinking about it. Uh, it you what you should have done, what or I guess what the question should have done is taking you over the hour, you know? That would have been a better way to do it. Yeah, you would have yeah, you would translate to, 60 in one. But we are so. we're in fifth grade, you know. So we're in fifth yes. grade. You gotta see if you're yeah. smarter. Yeah. Okay. Girls in science. Oh, what no. are <laughs> the three different states of matter? Solid, liquid, gas. I go through those <gasps> daily. Right? <laughs> right? You're either that a solid, great. you're a liquid, or you're a gas. Final <laughs> answer. Final answer? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Hold, 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 hold on. Brooke, you redeemed yourself totally. Yes, you did, because I was not sure on that I, one for a second. I got a, I got a question, though. I did I'm not like I'm pretty sure there are four states of matter. Since when? Well, not according to the fifth no. grade. Ah, uh, yeah, plasma is another one. No. Oh well, you're. That's oh, an I knew that. Though. I remember that somewhere. Okay, boys. So is it three to two? It is. Girls have three. Boys have two. Okay. We goofed. I'm sorry. Okay. Are we ready, <laughs> boys? What is the antonym for beautiful? What is the antonym for beautiful? Ugly. 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 Is that your final answer? Well, I mean, do we have to have an exact word or just like a rough? It'd be ugly or not beautiful. I mean, same thing. It's yeah, an it's, antonym. They're, yeah, they're antonym. It's ugly. Final answer? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Three to three. We're all nodded up. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. Um, who founded the Red Cross? Good question. Good question. <laughs> yes. We're Great back in again. How do you go from hey, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the antonym of beautiful to yeah, who that, founded that Red is, Cross? That's exactly what y'all don't we know needed, this one. Mandy. This is easy. Oh, y'all don't know it either. Yes, Gabe, Michael, we both he probably know this pulls, one. pulls it out of his butt. Think about it. The Red Cross, the National Red Cross Association. Who founded it? Who founded? Oh, the it's Red a person. Cross? It's a person. Who? Yeah. Yes. One of your who? uncles. I have no idea. <laughs> One of your uncles. That's the closest hint I'll give you. What? I have no clue. No, I have no idea. I never okay. learned that in fifth grade. No. Final answer? Nothing. I, I have no idea. Ah, poo. Um, Clara Barton. Yeah, yes, I would have never told... got that. Oh. Michael quit. Michael Hush. No. <laughs> I had no idea, honestly. I would never <laughs> got that. Okay. Three to three. Mom, We're did you know that? Yeah. Well, it, interestingly, I learned about enough, her, but I don't remember her in the Red Cross. Interestingly enough, I just took a CPR class. And <laughs> that was that <laughs> seriously. Was yeah, it seriously was. I know that sounds. Um, okay, boys. boys, boys. Here's your question. Men. Men. <clears throat> uh, what is the food pipe in the body called? Esophagus. Esophagus. Mr. Esophagus. Seriously? 
Snapalapagus. <laughs> <laughs> the esophagus. Like off a of blended. Is I'm that assuming... your final answer? Yeah, that's it. It's got to be the food pipe. Yeah. <clears throat> Is the esophagus because it ain't the windpipe. Ding, 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 ding. Now get Michael to spell that. Yeah, don't. E. No. E. Oh, no. S A P H A U G. Easter egg. Okay, our turn. Okay, girls. We just girls. took the lead, by the way. No pressure. Oh, yeah. One, two, three. Boys have four. Girls have three. But we are girls... the second. Yes. 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 Who yes. created the Blue Cross? <laughs> 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 okay. Girls, if you need half a cup of flour and you only have a quarter me- cup measuring cup, how many times do you need to use it to get the right amount of flour? Two. Two. Final answer. 84. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It's 10. Okay. All tied up. Four to four. four Y'all don't up. mess up now. Oh, All we right. won't. Okay. I got a hint. You have a hint? Okay. Uh, boys. Men. During... Men. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Men. <laughs> Men. Children. With big brains. <laughs> All right. Um, you know what big feet mean? Big, big socks. socks. <laughs> I was going to say big shoes. That too. Okay. All right. Why, boys, men, why does socks. one. We're in her head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Stop it. Why does one always see lightning before sound? Because because lightning actually cuts the atmosphere. And then when it comes back together is what creates the thunder. Hold up, Gabe, though. The question is, why does one always see lightning before sound? Light travels faster. It does travel faster than sound. Yes. I feel like there's a scientific answer to that, though. Final answer. I I mean, I guess we're fifth grade level. I mean, I'm good with that. If I was fifth grade, light travels faster. Ding, 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 ding. But it does yeah. actually, that's what creates thunder is whenever you separate and then it comes back together. So Gabe's taking us to 11th grade and we're learning <laughs> what it really does. I'm pretty sure anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. So boys, you have five. Five points. Okay. Girls, you have a chance to tie it up. All right. Girls. Um, What's a person, place, or thing called in, the, in English. Mm-hmm. A noun. And a final answer. Final answer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. So how okay. do we break this tie? Well, <clears throat> we can play another round, or I do have some bonus questions. I'm going to leave it up to y'all. We can play what I say. Let's play one more round. And then if we're still tied. And then if we're still tied, we'll go into the bonus okay. questions. To right. the bonus round. Okay. So boys, you're first. Is that would that be right? Yes. Unless you want to change it up now. No. Amen. No. <laughs> if a football field is a hundred yards long, how many feet long is the football field? Three hundred. A yard, yeah. Three feet and a yard. Three times a hundred. Brooke, Are what you, is that? There he is. He's getting there. <laughs> What is it? 300 feet. What Gabe said. Final answer? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. See, I told you, y'all, these were, these were so easy. Good job, Gabe. 
we we yeah. should pull Give some are you smarter cross. than a fifth grader the actual questions some of those that would be interesting some of those are tough huh these are like actual questions. These are. yeah these are what, what were you thinking? from that tv show yeah oh yeah uh-huh yeah i feel like we're doing really well yeah. okay girls when Columbus sailed across the ocean, he had three ships. Name them. Nina, Santa, Pinta, Pina, Santa Maria. Maria. I know the last one. Nina, Nina, Pinta, I'm drinking sangria. Did you hear Nacho, all three of mine? Heads. My dad's yes. boat. My dad's boat. <laughs> Nina, Pinta, Santa Maria. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay. Don't, don't. I do not know what y'all were singing, but <laughs> I do not either. I do court. not. Late. That's how Michael remembers all his yeah. <laughs> something music correlated something musical That's step brothers right there yeah okay there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that accidentally know that one all right all right all right okay we're going into the bonus round into the bonus round boys bonus you're features. first do do boys you're first you ready i was born ready uh all right how many years have your mom and dad been married Oh goodness oh, gracious! Oh my gosh, Chelsea and Brooke okay. don't even know that. Wait, they oh, just yes, ha- I do. It's like thirty-seven. Mom was born in in sixty-seven. Do we get to steal these if they don't yeah, get can it? Can we steal? No, no. That I feel like we should be able to. 20, yeah, I feel like we should be able to. Too. Minus nineteen sixty-seven. She's fifty-five. She got married when she was eighteen. I know that. She had Chelsea oh. when she was 18 and a half. Minus that 18. That is not true. <laughs> that's, 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 that's 37 years. So it's either 36 or 37. I said 37. I, their anniversary is in March. Four. I think it's. Three. I think it's 37. Two. Hey, that's the best guess I got. It's 36 One. or it's 37. Oh. Need an answer now, boys. 37 years. Final answer. I'm so disappointed. Oh, no. <laughs> Was it 36? Oh, Great, yes. because Jared, it's always Jared's age. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. And um, their anniversary is in July, Gabe. <laughs> so, so her birthday's in March. Now, that's right. So if you would have... Michael and Morgan and me and Jared are both in March. Uh, right. Brooke is so in August. How many years so years are y'all? Too much. Thir- well, right now, thirty-six. It were thirty-six because it's it, because Dude, it's May. That's why I said if thirty-seven. If it was in, y'all see the, my process. Though, I right? did, and you had a very good. Yeah, process, you were real except close. Except you just <sighs> threw the pooch on the last hey, bit. Gabe, you know what? I almost reacted off of Chelsea's. Uh, can we get a steal thing again? So I was like, we're one off. <sighs> okay, but, girls. Okay, well, can you can you kind of give them a little curveball? You know, little, girls, yeah. girls. Asking here, how many here you go. You and Dad ate breakfast. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Okay, girls. Depends what's for breakfast. <laughs> Squirrel nuts. Girls, here's your question: What does CMC stand for in the company that Gabe works for? Exposure. <laughs> Seriously, Ooh. Gabe, we would have. Got They're not going to get it. They, they don't know. Steel. Something metal. Con- concrete metal. Cement. Cement metal steel. No, no, no. It's CMC. Oh, <laughs> C- <Sorry>. concrete metal <laughs> cement. No. Cement. <laughs> cement. Whoa. 
Oh, is it your like final pirate, answer? That's all I can come up with. Yeah. Final <laughs> answer? Yeah. Gabe, what does CMC stand for? <laughs> Commercial Metals <laughs> Company. Commercial Metals Company. Wow. What if he would have gotten that question, though? She wouldn't ask. Well, it. I, I wasn't. I wouldn't have asked him a question about himself. So okay. I'm, I'm trying to see what yeah. we know about each other. We don't know very much about each other. Apparently not. <laughs> That's a scary thing. Hey, I tell you what, though, my answer hey, was closer to 37 than that was to commercial metals. Yeah, OK. Yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> Boys. <laughs> Round two of the bonus. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. OK. Round two. Bonus question is. What is Chelsea's job title? This is like a Chandler Bing question. What? Chandler. She has a lot of job trial titles. Bing. Online, online business manager, OBM, or nice, Michael. Or, Is that your uh, final little... answer? But she's also a destination Big planner. Picture. Like she's a no, planner. OBM, dude. Okay, yeah, I like that answer. You, you're good it's with like this stuff. Instagram and post it on there and get that OBM <laughs> and get that <laughs> movement today. What's your final answer? That what he said. What did he say? I don't know. What he said. What did what he said? Second. What's on third? OBM. What is OBM? That? She didn't ask well, to specify. I, no. I said, what is Chelsea's job title? Yes, OBM. that. OBM. Chelsea, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Michael, that is what I'm talking about. And, and Gabe had no clue. That Not stands. Clue it world. does stand for online business manager, which Michael, Dude. you were. You I'm were actually correct. surprised you even got that. I, I am too. Yeah. I don't know where the heck that came from. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like asking about who Chandler Bing is. <laughs> because Chandler Bing is like he does a dub, and no one no knows. one knows what he does. Yeah, no one knows. No one knows. What Chelsea, he does. you do a little bit of everything. You're a busy bee. Yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay. All right, Never mind. <laughs> girls, you have a chance to even it up. Lose. To lose. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that is your opportunity. To okay. Lose. Um, what did Michael get his degree in? <laughs> it's which it's, one? Hold on. It's hold the on, agriculture on. thing. Yeah. It's um oh um I don't even know bis- if I got business to know what ad, I know. <laughs> right? Business ad? No. No. It's um it's what all Yes, Jared would yes. Jared would be so I need Jared. If you this. Oh, I need Jared. Um <laughs> It's not general ad? studies. No, it's, it's not oh general my studies. gosh. <laughs> but it's like that. We can't lose. So call Jared. Hurry up. No, no, there's no phone a friend. Need an answer. Start he changed an a. it. Agriculture. Mm-mm. Foundational ag. No, it's not ag. Five, four, three, two, one. General Admin- studies. I know it's not it. That's how low they think of me, Gabe. What was it called? It starts with an A. That is not correct. Ag Ag leadership. Leadership and development. There we go. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Do the eggs. 
Okay. Seriously, y'all win. Yeah, <laughs> we took it the in. The boys. Hey, we really team. don't know a whole lot about each other. Because we don't other. know, we what, know anything that, about each other. This is so yeah. scary. This is sad. We well, I mean, he was in there for a long time. We didn't really know what he was doing. We just well, wanted moved, to. He moved around. Remember when he started time. out? You started out with petroleum engineering. <laughs> Yeah, that was a... that, that, that was like a hard no. I said I gotta take physics one, two, and three, <laughs> chemistry one, two, and three, and math one, two, and three, and four, and ooh. and five and six, and 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 you know what? It's okay because God led you exactly where He wanted you to be. So the boys are the champions, and I'm, I'm sorry, girls, but you're the nitwits today. <laughs> Nice. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us for another episode of the Amanda Rollert Show, uh, where we talk salt. Um, we are so happy that you joined us today. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. If you enjoyed our show today, please share us with a friend, tag us on Instagram. And also, if you would like to share a topic that supports abundant living today and maybe even be a guest on the Amanda Rollert Show, DM me. Or send me an email at show at gmail.com. Bam, bam. Tell everybody bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Later. Hey, and find out your Enneagram. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week on the Amanda Rollert Show. Make sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. 